Good day, good day. Welcome to the Lost at Sea podcast. Uh, I'm Logan. This is our co-host, Sal Salchicha. How's it going? And uh, new podcast, huh? We're back. New name. Holy shit. New, new name. Back Look a little different a couple up. years later, you know? <laughs> Gained 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a bulk or something like that. <laughs> something of the sort of bulk or they just on a dirty let bulk. themselves go. But, depression. Uh, yeah. Yeah, depression is definitely the fucking <laughs> answer. <laughs> Life it is like a fucking freight train since, what was it, like 2022? The 2022, start of the very beginning of 2022. I think our last podcast was uploaded January 17th of 2022. Good lord. No, I thought we I thought we did like a New Year's thing. Yeah. I think that I thought that was our last one. No, we did a New Year's one and then we did one right after that. So our <laughs> New Year's one got released the week after uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then the following one came out, obviously, the week after, January 17th or something like that. Yeah, so we've taken a little bit of a hiatus, uh, long story short there. Some could say that. Uh, and we are back with a completely, we are no longer the Weeda Boys podcast, although we are the boys. Um, Some things don't change. We, we decided recently that we wanted to continue podcasting just because it's something we both enjoy doing. We both just we're just shooting the shit pretty much this is that's basically what it becomes for us um but we decided to take a different turn kind of into a more focused direction than what we were doing last time uh not to say that like those uh one-off like just complete comedy shit shows won't come back and do like a revival thing whenever we're just like the funniest part is we're saying like you know we're taking more of like a a focused approach but last time we were sitting there we were getting topics researching these topics they were just all over the place everything was yeah you know, was... We, were, we were on different topics each week and they did not correlate at all they they weren't even no. in the ballpark honestly so no oh, well i mean it was more focused on kind of just like general media stupid shit whatever we felt like talking about kind of thing yeah. um which was fine and it was fun for us to learn how to do that but we decided that the the approach we were taking originally was just too much for us at the time. We were both growing with responsibilities, and, you know, life yeah. just kind of hits you in the face sometimes. So, and, uh, uh, Once became, life kicks, it doesn't stop kicking, by the way. No, sir. And uh, it became quite hard to get back up after that one. I, well, uh, I felt here. like Yamcha. <laughs> so. I mean, listen, I, I at this point, I think that... Uh, you know, I extended out my hand, you extended out your hand, and we pulled each other up because... Yeah, we're back, we're back in this shit, bro. <laughs> I didn't... Honestly, for a while, probably about halfway through this year, I was like, I'm done. Obviously, I don't I don't compete in COD anymore. I really don't game much. My whole yeah. life that was this has just been like, out the window, we've been in a different just realm. and Pretty much, yeah. And then, for me, it was... Um... Uh, honestly, I just kind of let myself go entirely. Gaming was just kind of not happening for me. I went through like five or six months of just like barely playing anything. Um, and then when I would get back into it, I would just drag Sal with me for like a two-week span, and then he would just disappear off the face of the earth. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we went about three months without saying a word to each other, and then it just kind of sparked back up like it, nothing it happened. happens way more than it probably should <laughs> kind of just disappear and then one night we just either something random gets sent and we're like oh you want to play this or you want to <laughs> the like next thing you know we're boy? gaming again and then we're talking about a podcast and you know i i, I think i think the easiest way that that or the 
the easiest reason that we're back is because I think when I look around the people that I'm around, my friends, family, etc., the only real person that I could sit here and say from beginning to end of the day that's the most similar to me, it's you in terms of schedule, in terms of what we got going on and different things like that. <laughs> you know, we, it's almost like we're always in the same boat. Always, dude. But we don't it, it, talk. It, it, it's like we're it, on opposite it, ends of the same boat. You know, completely. We're in, we're on the same fucking ship. Yeah, man. absolutely. We're both eating shit. <laughs> like we're both just guzzling sea salt water. Like just, it, it's sinking. Yeah, we we're casually it's just sinking. bucketing out water. And, but it's it's actually fucking freaky because I'll just hit him up. I'll be like, man, I've had a fucking shit day. <laughs> like, I just need somebody to talk to. I'm like, homie Sal's got got to have some some words of motivational advice. I'll text him and be like, yo, you ever feel like. And this motherfucker immediately was like, yes, dog. Yes. It's literally my entire life. It's like, oh. It's just, it's always funny because when you do reach out with something, it's always like a week or during or a couple of days after when I'm going through that. Like, it's so weird because you're just like, oh, dude, I'm just so jammed and, you know, I'm so busy, this and that. And I got this and like, obviously all these responsibilities. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like. Damn, dude. Nobody, everybody else gives me these like bullshit excuses about why it's they're the so same busy. Shit. And you're in the same boat as me, and like we're drowning, but we maintain <laughs> a smile. Fuck, we're still here doing a podcast. We mind you, we have no time. Like this is None. this is the freest we've been. And, and like we haven't talked at all coming into this podcast. By the way, we have not no, spoken no, until literally record that. I te- we were supposed to we were supposed to game. <clears throat> that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Uh, both of us kind of slipped the ball on that one. Uh, we barely, we barely talked like what, like last week, and then going into this yeah. week, this is this is like this is the first time I'm hearing from him. I mean, we, so. we reached out kind of a little bit to talk about like, hey, like ideas for what we want going into this. Obviously, we, I mean, listen, we basically put this together in a night almost. Yeah, we're literally in terms like, of like what you're looking at. This was done in a night. We sat here. We were like. We just got to get like it done. Two, like two hours at like midnight yeah. after Sal was mid-fucking gym and I called him. I was like, yo, test the voice. Is this okay? Yep. We I don't know if we're still sounding out. good. Like, yeah, we were just running through the fucking shit. So uh, here we are. Uh, this this first episode is going to be a, a, a complete shit show uh, at, at best and at worst. Right. Who knows? But we're going to work the kinks out as we go. Um, going forward, we'll have a i think a more balanced plan that kind of works for us it might not be a very like a super duper consistent upload schedule other than maybe like once bi-weekly yeah um it won't be the same day i can almost guarantee it it's just shit happens that's kind of the the gimmick um honestly i i think i think we might be all right shit happens but i i do think like at least with my upcoming schedule i i have some some gaps where i didn't previously obviously i had a wedding last week and um, yeah. Almost every day of the weekend was, was something going on, and uh, living it up as best it could. I mean that that's basically where we're at. Um, first episode. This is this is gonna be like a you know mix of us sitting here and and kind of talking about where we've been <laughs> catching catching up, right? Much. Catching up. I mean, as much as we we go a little bit without talking to each other, we still know. Obviously, we're in the same boat, so we know we're in the same position, <laughs> but. I'm gonna say thing and be like, no. dude, that literally just happened to me the last fucking month. Right. Like, it's like I, I get it, but uh, I, I think with that, um, the the purpose of this podcast is gonna be the reason it's called Lost at Sea is because we're all just fucking, as Pink Floyd once says, we're all we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl. 
wandering year after year, right? So we're all kind of in the same boat. We're the captains of this uh, drifting ship. Um, we're all just kind of taking life one day at a time. And the kind of purpose is to not only express that, like, you're not anybody who finds this and feels attached to us to a degree. You're never alone. Um, you can listen to as many fucking rich people spewing their advice as they go, but they're rich and you'll never feel that really deep sense of attachment to them. Um, so, and my mind, the reason I wanted to do this was because we're legitimately two people. Like we have, right. we're, we don't have any stable income. Like our, our tomorrows are not guaranteed. Right. Absolutely. So, and, uh, I think on top of that too, like you were saying, I think, you know, when you, when you look at like social media and who, who makes podcasts and who does this, there's funny stuff that I watch, but when you really sit there and think about it, like I, I, I get that social media kind of changes people's minds and like people sit down and watch a podcast and they see this guy talk and they're like, yeah, I want to be like him and I want to do that and this and that. But you know what? Those people that are sitting there making these podcasts telling you that you, you gotta, you can't be broke and you should be selling your soul to make this amount of money and that you should have this by this age. They never tell you how. They're never, never. sitting here telling you that this is the steps they took. This is, they just say they started from this and now they're here. How does that ever Pretty help much. you? We're just two dudes. Like you said, I mean, we, we, our tomorrows are guaranteed. And uh, if there's one thing that I could say now, it's a, I, I wish what we're doing now, I wish when this I was I 17, 18, 19, I could sit and, and, you know, listen to that because listen back to it, I, you know, 17, 18, 19, you're graduating high school, you're going into college or you're, taking college off, whatever, whatever your plan is, you don't really know. You're kind of just sitting there like, I I'll figure it out as I go. Some yeah. people go into it and listen, I was one of them that I went in and I was like, I got, I know what I'm doing. I went through high school. I was like, I'm going to college to be an engineer. Um, and, and that's what I did. I, I went into college. I, I went into engineering. I was out second semester. I, yeah. I, I, I work full time. I'm in HVAC school. Now I'm in trade school. Like you're, life changes like like that so you may think like i i know what i'm doing at 17 18 like i said i mean you're 22 yeah well 22 and my career path has changed three times since yeah, high school same um then the paths that i've chosen to take has changed multiple times throughout just even in the like the last couple of years um and yeah like to, to piggyback off that it's uh for us I, I'm kind of with Sal. Like, I wish I, I had this kind of information available fucking years ago. But the other thing that we're going to do, the other thing is is that we've both been in the shit for so long. Like, we're, we haven't been coasting through school. We're doing this while we're working full-time jobs right. because we don't have the option to go to just go back to college and do whatever. So we've been in the real world at the lowest part of the totem pole that you can be, pretty much. And so, I mean, you can kind of think about this as just a degenerate's guide to life. We're going to get you that, through the low stages. honestly the best way you could look at it. I mean, we, we, yeah. We've hit rock bottom. <laughs> we're at rock bottom. I, I, I could say that wholeheartedly. I've hit rock bottom. I, I have no... I'm not going to sit here and lie and say like, yeah, it was tough, but I made it through it. I, I hit rock bottom. Uh, but I'm still uh, here and I still push through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, And that's a message that I want to get through because you could do the same exact thing. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah. Logan, I'm sure you, you, you feel the same exact way. Yeah, I've definitely, um, I, I mean, I've hit rock bottom in pretty much every facet possible. The only right. reason I am even have a roof under my head right now is because I legitimately have no other choice in the matter. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so a degenerate's guide to life is kind of is kind of the motive that we're pushing. Uh, but not only that, even like if you want to think of a subcategory, is we're both two young men, and we have both faced incredible mental adversity going up, leading up to this point, and we're still facing our own issues up one day at a time. And we know better, probably better than anybody, that a therapist isn't going to solve your problems. You're going to solve your fucking problems, yeah. and so we're going to coach you how to fucking do it because the only way you get out of this is if you give yourself a purpose. And honestly, I, I think that segues into kind of what we wanted to talk about in this first episode. And I mean, that's that's dealing with stress. Um, Fuck yeah. You know, I, I feel like when you hear it, because listen, I know that the people that are our age or younger have heard people older than them say, oh, you're young. What do you have to stress about? You know what? Life is fucking not fucking easy. My boy. Fucking Life everything. is not easy. You know, we, we sit here. At this point, we're growing up in an economy that's super expensive compared to, you know, what it was back when my parents were, were growing up, my grandparents. Um, yeah. You know, so on top of that, everything just, it, it's harder. The world itself is changing. It, it's harder. Everything's stressful. Uh, like Logan said, we don't have the option to just sit and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go to school. Not going to work. going to fucking wallow like, in we, self-pity. We don't have that option. I... I I go to I go to work. I work my full shift. I get out of work and I go right to school. I spend the night at school, and then I go work out. Like, I'm just stuck in that cycle. And does it suck? Yeah, absolutely. It's Not terrible more than anything. But it it's what I have to do to to maintain my life and to continue my life. Like, if I want to better myself, I have to do these things, and it sucks, and it's stressful, and it's exhausting. But yeah. If you want a shot in this this hard world, it, it's what you have to do. You have to push yourself beyond the limits. And if you're gonna start no giving up, there, like, if you're gonna start giving no, up. Yeah, ab- you absolutely. hit your own you, uh, roadblock pretty much. If you give up, and honestly, don't feel bad for giving up initially. Oh, absolutely. There's not. no there's no shame in failing, because in all honesty, failing is the best way to realize that you need to wake up. Um, with that, you kind of hit, when you hit that low point, you, you wake up, you realize what the fuck, like the fuck am I? What did I do? What have I done? Where did I go wrong? Um, you don't have time as a person in this economy at this young to sit back. You like, you don't have time to take steps. Most of us fail because we don't know what's going to happen if we take a certain step so we just sit there we sit at our crossroads and we're just looking down each and every step take the path take your risk and honestly i i feel like you'll be uh, if i learned that way earlier like the harder way um i feel like i probably would have been in a better place at the time and it's okay to make the wrong choice you'll you once you hit rock bottom i can almost guarantee you you will never let yourself hit rock bottom again you might get close absolutely not you might get close. The thing is, is you when you put yourself in that situation, you know how shitty it was. You know how shitty it is to be there. And so yeah. from that moment on, you know that I, I'll never let myself get back there. And that, that's in terms of a lot of things. That That's in terms of, you know, if you don't have any money. <laughs> I've said this before. I think I said it in our last podcast. If you've heard it then, you're going to hear it again now. There was a time where we started heroics and obviously we tried to make that work and that, that's a risk i took i wanted obviously I had the heroics flag behind me but 
mine's still somewhere. I just don't know where it is. Like, I, I wanted to make that work. I took the risk. I, I put a little money into it, and I, I was already competing. It, it worked for me. It was a risk. But then I wanted to hang out with these guys. So I went down to Texas, and as I said before, I went down to Texas with the last thousand I had. The last thousand I had. I forgot. I forgot you fucking did that, you absolute moron. <laughs> and I sat there, and I was like, you know what? I could pass up on this. I could sit here and be like, I don't have the money. And that, there honestly, will be other times. That would have been the smart sure. decision. Um, but then I'm looking at it now, and since then, I, I've only been there. I went there that time and, and a year later, and I haven't been back since. So I, I had two opportunities, right? And I went yeah. and I did it, and it sucked. I came back, and I had nothing. But you know what? You put yourself you in that it? hole. No, I, and, and that's one thing is is I regret being at rock bottom. I don't regret the decision I made to say fuck it and go, right? Because that's like you an don't, opportunity. You don't regret the decision that actually like physically put you rock bottom in terms right. of your bank account money. You regret letting yourself get that low. Exactly, because you know what? At where I am at now, I, w I personally would never let myself get into a position where I can't even make that trip. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. It, it, Thinking about it now, I could have sat here and been like, you know what, guys, why don't we go and, and get a cheaper Airbnb? Why don't we get a hotel? Why don't, you know, lower the cost, still make the trip, still have the fun, still go see the people, just limit, you know, live within your means. You don't have to go above yeah. and beyond. Le living, living within your means has probably been, is probably the, a, a big question mark as of right now, because nobody really knows what it takes cost to make. Oh. Um, But... Living within your means is is the biggest thing you can do. It sucks. It sucks. Absolute fucking dong. Like it 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 is complete shaboying boing. Like it it yeah. It's the worst. Living paycheck to paycheck, wondering if you're gonna have enough to fucking pay your rent this week, or you know, questioning like I have to. I can't spend any money this week. Nothing can come out of my account this next week. This is when I pay my bills. I can't spend. I can't buy groceries. Like you know, this, these kind of things. That's what kind of, it, but it builds an incredible mindset going forth because you'll know what it's like to be there, like in within your means. And I mean, with that, Sal lost all of his fucking money taking this trip. And while he might not regret the experience that he had with it, he didn't have the fiscal responsibility to, you know, he didn't have the fiscal lessons that he had learned from that. Like now he's a lot smarter with his money sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, but you know, um, at, at the end of the day, I, I've never, I've never gotten myself close to where I was at that point. Not even fucking yeah. close. And that, that's just like mentally. I, listen, I'll put everything aside. I, I like to have fun. I, I, I like to spend money on shit that I enjoy. Right? Most people do. But yep. there's gonna come times where you can't. You know, I, listen, Logan, Valorant, right? The amount of money that we dumped in a Valorant. Do I regret we that now? We were exchanging the same fifty dollars. Honestly, <laughs> like, I don't regret it now because it was a good time. We it was fun. We had cool skins while we enjoyed the game. Uh, game we were playing, but if you look at it objectively, it again. was the worst investment that we ever made. Like it was probably looking at it from an objective standpoint, it was the worst fiscal investment we could have made. Oh, absolutely. Because we're paying for an unlock a legitimate line of code that just says unlocked. For a pixel, a piece, of, a pixel art, pretty much. I mean, the, but and the amount of money that we put into it too, it's like, it, it's we it's got a, we got a like bunch of we just right. It's not like we were just buying a couple, but no. And you learn, you learn. 
I don't do I that did. anymore. I, When's I the last time you touched Val? See that that's what sucks. Is it like I was saying I I, I don't game much anymore. I, I've kind of dropped it. So a lot of the games I used to play aren't really there now. Like I don't play Valorant. I haven't played Valorant probably over a year. Yeah, I haven't played um, it. I haven't touched the fucking game. And since I don't, I think the last time that me, you, and Jordan played. Yeah, probably. That's probably around the same time I, I had last played. Yeah, uh, some, which is like almost a year ago at this point. Um. Yeah, like, dude, if we're on the topic of fucking money, I, I, I make the worst decision. The only, the I will say this, Magic the Gathering is the only thing that has been like dumb, but not that dumb. Because, for whatever reason, cardboard is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> cardboard is just so ridiculous. Thinking at it objectively, sure, it provides me fun. It's it's gambling in its own right. Um, but if you pull, you know, you pull your magic winner card, it'll be worth a shit ton of money later. Uh, but you know, the, the I I don't even want to talk about how much money I've spent on like games that I don't even fucking touch anymore. See, Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, I st while I still play it, I went like three or four years without playing it. I dumped way too much money. Two K every year. Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. Listen, there's a lot of money that we we put in the games that we don't really don't really play. Well, you know what? Tell me this now, because I I know my own experience. I don't buy games anymore. Like I, I'll play a game with you because at the end of the day, I know that we have these spurts where we'll get back to gaming and we'll just start playing it again. So I'm not really worried about it, but other times that people ask me, I, I won't buy the game. Because I know that I'm going to yeah. play it once, and, and then years ago, not even years, last year, I would have been like, yeah, I would have bought the game, and I would have been like, yeah, we'll play, we play one time, and that's it. I already spent the money yeah. on the game. You know, you, you, you learn from... We gotta, we gotta get back to Baldur's Gate, by the way. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm, I'm down whenever. I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> we got that... Uh, got, I'm hooked on too many different things. Siege right now is taking up our time. Yeah. It's a it's an experience. But I mean, when when it comes to the money, I mean, like you both just said, I mean, there, there's we've we've hit the lowest. But what I want to ask you, Logan, is how do you deal with the stress with that? How do you deal um, with stress in general? A quote comes to mind um, that my dad would always tell me because I never was really one to make smartest of decisions. Um, I am a person who has to learn the hardest way imaginable for me for it to get into my head and stick with it. I essentially have to fall before I can get back up and move forward. I think a lot of people are like that. <clears throat> and it's it's not anything wrong, especially in men. Uh, we just we don't know the consequences of our, our actions because we don't know to what extent those consequences can go. We've seen people do the most minute things and get faltered completely ruined because of it and we've seen people do you know mass genocide people and essentially get away with it for fucking 40 years you know like it, it, that i mean that's just a, a it's not anybody specific but like it's just an extreme example uh my dad's quote was if you're gonna be dumb you better be fucking tough yeah absolutely so, so uh resilience is is just something that kind of comes in nature and i am naturally the most stubborn person when it comes to myself so if i put myself in a dumb position i'll cut i'll fucking cut my cuss myself out beat the shit out of myself not physically but like mentally i'll just you know you beat your you beat yourself up and oh, then no, uh not physically what if you do there's a hotline for that 
True. Um, There's options. I I I beat I yeah I'm beating up on myself, but I won't. I'll get my shit together. So I mean, like I, I'm still in like not a great financially stable situation. Uh, I mean, like hours are getting cut. Then I'm still spending money like an idiot. That's it's just kind of the nature of things. And the philosophy I look at it is, if I'm gonna spend money like that, it has to be on something that I like truly, truly, truly want and enjoy. And I mean, money comes back eventually. And while it might suck for, you know, this week, this month, this year, money, you will either work harder or spend less. That's kind of my philosophy. So I chose to work harder. Right. That's just kind of the mindset I go into. If you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. And I, I think on top of that, like, when it comes to spending, like, if, if you're stressed about spending habits or, you know, oh, I, I spent this amount of money and I'm stressed out, whatever, I'm at, I'm at a low of lows, right? If some of that money went to something you enjoy, like I like I said before, when I went to Texas, yeah, I went there literally with, I, I, basically on my way back, I had nothing. But I, I went down there and I, I, I enjoyed myself. And you know what? That, that week of going down there and enjoying myself, it helped limit that stress that I was having because when I got back, I sat there and I was like, you know what? I went, I enjoyed myself. I got to hang out with friends that I, they live across the country. Like, I, I'm not going to, it's not like I could just walk down the street or get in my car and drive to them. Well, I can't, but long drive. But, like, it, yeah. it's just, it was an opportunity that at the time I didn't know if I was going to have it again. You know, because it's sure. one of those things. What, what if I don't go? You know, I, I went a year later, but what if I didn't? You know, what if I was like, ah, you know, I, I can't, and I stayed, and then a year later, never maybe we don't talk maybe we don't you know you want to just go eventually have which eventually is kind of what happened essentially like you, i don't know that anybody's really talking to the same point that we used to all the same like i think me check yeah, like, and, and roly all, all do yeah yeah every day i i remember that like it would be like entire full discord sessions of like fucking 10 people for hours upon we were hours talking about this last night um we were playing pro clubs and there was a night where we were sitting there and all of a sudden like it, it was three of us for a while then it was two of us and it was four then it was three there was two you know that cycle yeah one night there was like seven or eight people on the team and we were like how the hell it, it's just so weird to think about <laughs> this hasn't happened in years in call of duty we used to have eight lobbies going we used to have two sets of eight lobbies going yeah and then on top of that we had people playing valor in another chord like it was honestly during like COVID, speaking of stress, that was another stressful time because nobody knew what the hell was going on. No one knew what the hell was going on and nobody had fucking money. Well, <laughs> we for were all gamers, out of jobs. Man? For gamers? Dude, I, would go, I would go back in a heartbeat. I'll be honest with you, for gamers, COVID was probably... Ask anybody that, that games avidly, they would tell you COVID was probably one of the greatest times. COVID I mean, was peak, for sure. I, I played in tournaments all night long to get off and then go play something else and then just continue that cycle every day and it was just time of my life I got to go enjoy myself and yeah, honestly speaking of like that being a stressful time period allowing being able to be allowed to do that especially at the time like I may not be as into gaming as I was but at the time it was probably one of the most highest thing up on my, my hobby list right so you take the most stressful time period and then give me my the thing I enjoy the most. 
it's no longer a stressful time period. And I, I think that's one way, like if you're dealing with a lot of stress and you're struggling with something, spend the time that you have. Because like me and Logan already said, our schedules are, are packed. If your schedule's packed, <laughs> we get it. We, we get it more than most people. We still make the time to sit here and talk. And not as it just to say, oh yeah, we have a podcast. Because me and Logan had these conversations where we just sit here and talk. Because that's just, we enjoy Dude, literally, this. This is therapeutic the, for us. We legitimately, the night that we decided we were going to do the podcast, I'm pretty sure we gamed from like, fuck. We gamed from like 8 p.m. until midnight. Which was like, that's a moderate amount of gaming. And then immediately upon leaving the session, we hop into a different Discord and chat from 12 to like 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah, 4 a.m. <laughs> like we were just sitting there just shooting the shit and then that's where we're like yeah, podcast <laughs> like, because batteries. you know what? It, it, this is therapeutic for us and like the more that we sit here and talk it, like I said it, when I look around the people around me my peers family friends there's not really anybody that I'm sitting here and I'm like they go through the same thing as me or they you know and, and it's not like no. I'm just assuming that like talking to people or bringing up things that go on in my life they don't really get or like they kind of look at me and they're like eh, yeah like what? What the fuck are you bitching for? Right, exactly. Or, I think the I think the thing that I get the most is like, especially from family, is a sense of like people thinking that I'm ungrateful for what I have currently, and I'm not ungrateful. It's just this like the luxuries that I'm afforded come with an overwhelming amount of burden. Right. So it's not like I get to fully enjoy it. This apartment while i'm living on my own sure cool i'm living by myself i have no i have no neighbor or i have no roommates i'm not living in a shared cramped space with somebody i don't spend time in my house i spend no more than like an hour or two and awake in my own home on any given day we we talked about this that night that we sat here and had that long conversation we we talked i mean what do we have i think i had a week with without sleep uh 28 free hours Monday through Friday. Yeah, Monday to Friday, I think I have, like, either around the same or, like, right at 24. But, like, depending on... It just depends because, I mean, I'm traveling almost an hour and a half every day for work one one way. So, and then even less time now that I'm back in the gym. So, it, it, I can... Coming from a standpoint of anybody who's, like, I just don't have the time, I truly, truly, truly get that if you, yeah. like... Like if you legitimately feel like you get home and it's like 9 p.m. and you feel like you have nothing left to do because you have to get right back up at fucking 5:30, 6, 7 to just go right back to do your fucking thing. I get it, bro. Um, but there comes a point where like you need a release point, and if you have to sacrifice a little bit of sleep to do that for the moment, do it because I I get it. I for me for a while it was playing video games and just ignoring life. Um. My dearest, dearest, dearest girlfriend screamed at me that I was pretty much wasting my life away doing nothing beneficial to my own health other than ignoring my own problems. And she was right. Um, so now I'm just kind of focused towards the gym. The gym is, I feel like, a, is a good segue point for most people to kind of repair themselves. I know for Sal and I, it, it was a huge thing. Um, and for, I think, a lot of young men that are just trying to find escape, the gym is the place that they go, which is yeah. fine. I, I um, wouldn't even limit that to, to men, men and women. 
Yeah, um, especially women do it too. But I think that like you know, blue collar men especially have a a huge, a huge, huge, huge issue with uh, having free time. Yeah, hundred percent. I I just think that, and not to take anything away from anybody that's not right. Like yeah, if anybody you work in an office not, and you're set hours, worker. good for you, man. But like if you are, I mean, there's there's guys. I have a friend that he's a lineman and he's constantly like every storm. That's it. He's on the clock and that's it. He just goes. He he doesn't know when he's coming home. He doesn't know when he's gonna be done, and like that, it's stressful. I mean that that literally dictates your life, right? When yeah. You, when you work in an office, you got overtime. Congratulations. You just go home after and you sat in the office. Like there's guys out there that sit there and they work their ass off all day long. Don't know when they're coming home. And that's like I said. I don't want to discredit anybody. We all have no. our own shit. Me and we, Logan yeah, are two different us- spectrums when it comes to work. And like legitimately, I'm working an office job and he's working a blue collar job, like completely. And I, we, it comes with its own share of struggles for sure. Um, he has a more physically demanding job than me, absolutely. And this guy, uh, he's probably one of the hardest working people that I know in terms of who I'm in communication with right now. Uh, I would say I, for myself, not even trying to like, I'm not tooting my own horn. I just think I'm the most mentally resilient. I'm the mo- I'm probably the most mentally resilient person that I know in terms of like what I've gone through and how I push forward. Yeah. I would say I'm it's like the and my question to you is what kept you moving? Um I think what I realized um probably around the the covid time and you know going that old time period of going to texas and everything like that mm-hmm. one thing i realized is just looking at people around me is when i fell off the wagon the wagon didn't stop the wagon didn't hit the brakes the wagon just kept on going never and i had to catch the wagon you know when you when you when you stop or you give up or you quit or life knocks you down life doesn't just knock you down and sits there and waits for you to get back up no they just keep going they, they already knocked you down they're done they're gonna keep going so it's up to you to get you up on your own. And I think a big realization to me was just like the weight gain. Because for a while, like <laughs> work was yeah. draining me. And I was, I'll be honest, for a time period, I, w- I was going to work, I was getting out of work, and I would just sit here and I'd play video games because that was my stress reliever. As I said before, that that's all I, I would come home every day. I'd get out of work and I was like, fuck, I'm going to go play video games. And you know what, for, when you do that all the time and you look back on it, I kind of do realize that you miss out on like a lot like there was times that i because of 22 there was times that i wasn't going out because i was like ah, i have video games and funny enough now i give up going out to stay in because it's it's also like it's therapeutic therapeutic and, especially when you're always on the go on the go on the go going out kind of sucks yeah. especially when you're gonna be out like you're gonna be exhausted i already barely sleep so it just doesn't really go well for my schedule. That, that's that's like the big biggest reason I don't even fucking go out. Um, is like I've always had video games, and that was a big thing for me. And I, I think that speaks for a ton of people of all of all variations. Um, yeah, and it, the the thing is, you have to view video games in a way that uh, is a lot like junk food. And I think this kind of correlates with like how weight weight gain's been for both of us. When you're playing video games or when you're eating junk food, you have the best time eating. I, I am never happier than when I'm eating shit food, <laughs> like food that I know is way more than I should be eating. 
And um, I, I mean, like you said, you you want to know that point? That's that's pretty much what it was. I, like, acknowledging that is that point. Right. I like think. I, I, I when I was coming home from work and just playing video games, I was getting home and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. You know what? Fuck it. Order DoorDash. And then I was ordering DoorDash and DoorDash, and, and that just leads into spending more money too on top of everything. Not only is it yeah, bad for you, so not expensive. only is it shit. It, you're just spending money on top of money. And I was doing that constantly. I was like coming home, and I was like, yeah. Okay. You know what's what's an odd thing about that is though is that especially like in places I'm I'm sure you have the same experience because Connecticut's not fucking cheap, but for me here, the equation for like or like the, it it almost equates out like whether you DoorDash or if you go buy groceries at this point, and so it's almost more enticing because sometimes you save money just to go buy DoorDash instead of like cooking yourself for the immediate moment. Like going to buy groceries, it hits my fucking paycheck. All the same in the end. Oh. You but think it does because going out and getting the groceries I've slaps you in me. one shot. I've done the math anyways, though, because I, I genuinely was curious. I think I was like under when I was ordering DoorDash by like 50 bucks a month. But you know what? The big difference between that 50 bucks is when you go to the grocery store and you go and you... <laughs> calories. Well, not only that, like you, you're going to go and, and you know, I, I'm... One thing that I'm blessed is that my dad has been meal prepping for me, so like the weight loss journey's been easier because of him. Mm. Um, but going and making, you know, going and spending whatever you're gonna spend to come home and make five, six meals, versus door dashing. When you spend two hundred dollars at the grocery store and you make six, seven meals, eight meals out of that, and then you go yeah. six, seven meals of door dash, you're over two hundred bucks guaranteed. You're way over that, and you're, you're it, it, eating better food. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah, of course it depends on what you. But you're you're eating healthier food. You're, you're you Absolutely. know what you're eating. You know your calories. You know your you know what I'm saying. Like everything you've got, you know what you're eating. Yeah, and I, I think that the the point I'm making with that is is while it might on paper statistically numbers only look the exact same month to month, and Not the right. only thing you're paying for is convenience, and five pounds of weight. <laughs> like, um, and for some so, people more. It, yeah, it, it, depending depending on what you're ordering. Like, that, uh, l- listen, I told you that that night. That's that's what ruined me. I was yeah. always hungry, especially gaming. Like, listen, don't tell me you haven't sat there in a gaming it's, session. You're just starving. Dude. I would just order DoorDash, and it was always available. No matter we finish at two a.m. All right, DoorDash, fuck it. And DoorDash is coming to my house. Fucking, get me three spicy McChickens, right. bro. Like, I'm and I'm just eating stuff. and eating and eating. And then you know what else? I was going out and I was drinking. And then after that, I would come home and I'd be like, fucking starving. DoorDash. DoorDash would be delivered to my house. And you're ordering while you're off alcohol. You're just like, I'm starving. I'm going to get three of these, two of these. And next thing I knew, I was almost damn near 300 pounds. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I sat there and I was like... I turned this around and uh, yeah, with no activity year, either. Like you're just sitting there, like what the fuck, dude? It, it's been over a year now. I haven't had fast food. I mean, it's like I said, I'm, I'm probably about four hundred forty-five pounds lighter now. So the gym, the gym turned into my the gym replaced gaming in my escape. And yeah, and in a big sense for you, it did the same thing for me as well. And to the people that have the time. If you enjoy video games and you want, like, you want that to be your escape and you have time, do both. Because yeah, it, it's like like today, I, I got out of work, I worked out, and now we're sitting here, and I bet you after this we're going to game. 
but, more than likely. I was going to ask if you wanted to play Siege later. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> just you know what I mean? I, I just know that that's kind of where it, where it comes down to. And if you have the time, do both. Because, you know, if, if it's going to relieve your stress, like I've already said, life is tough. Life beats you <clears> up. <throat> they always say, you can never die a virgin because life's always going to fuck you. So, eh, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> video games, it, it's a good habit if you enjoy it, but it's also detrimental it's best you're not in, moving and you're sitting in a chair and it's right. better to you, just get up and be so active feel so much better yeah and as someone who's still like habitually lazy when i can be <laughs> um I, I completely also understand like the gym is just like, you're like, like fuck this i would rather suck start a shotgun than go and pick up weights right now it's i've had the longest week fuck this Listen, but um, when you have that feeling, do you still go? Most times, it, it, it depends. So most times I do, but it depends if I've met, like, my bare minimum, I've gone to the gym this many times a week quota. Well, yeah, I, I, I get that, too. Like, you, you've been six times, you don't want to go the seventh, or five times, you don't want to go six, seven, that's fine. I get that. For me, for me, my minimum is three. I, if I can get three sessions in a week with cardio included right. in them, I'm... I feel like I'm okay. That's an adequate amount of movement because my calories are tracked for doing gym sessions three times a week, just in case I don't have the time to go during right. a week. Um, so yeah, for me, I've, I've kind of given myself a strategy to, I've given myself an out if I absolutely need it. Uh, it's not like a man. I don't force myself to go if I don't have to go. Like if I don't, if I'm just like today, I didn't go because I just, I wanted to do something else. And I'm I'm not concerned because I'm going tomorrow and I'm going Sunday. Like right. I, I don't give a shit. So, with that, the if you are a person who just you just need to get some video games in sometimes, I get it, completely. Enjoy it in moderation because, but because you need to set yourself a limit. You can enjoy it for this night, right? Tomorrow you need to do something productive with yourself. You can't allow yourself to get into a a cycle moving forward because it's so easy to do that. So enjoy it for the moment, but tomorrow I'd like be like, all right, I need this reliever, but tomorrow it's back. It's back to the shit. Right. Like, and, and, and I do. I don't want to stray off that point, but I do want to say it's it's we we talk about video games because it's we're relating to that. Um, it, the people That's out anything. there that that don't, you know, you might not play video games. You might sit and you might enjoy YouTube. I, I love watching YouTube. You might enjoy. Watching TV shows, you might enjoy watching movies. I mean, Logan fucking reading. Bolt, <laughs> Bolt, like, Logan Bolt, reading too. Reading is another one. Reading is very good for you, but it you're is. also sitting there. You know, yep. um, and if you're somebody that likes to watch movies, you like to watch shows. I sit and I go on my phone and I, I watch while I'm on the treadmill or while I'm doing cardio, like just to kind of split that. And you're still being active and you're still, you know, yeah, just getting yourself moving. Absolutely. There, there are ways you can. As long as you don't do, the uh, there's one thing. If you learn nothing else from this fucking podcast, if you don't do anything else, there's one thing I ban strictly from. And if you get that stupid fucking little, uh, it's like the little thing you put on the floor, and it's like a little, like a bicycle pedal almost. People do that, and they're just sitting on their ass. There's no resistance. There's nothing going on there. It's just like you're just moving your feet. If you learn nothing, don't. Take the fucking easy way, you fuckers! Like, it's like it sucks for a reason. There's a was quote it? I heard. Oh, I was gonna says, say, 
the magic the magic that you are seeking is in the work that you're avoiding i, I was gonna say if, if it was easy everyone would do it absolutely the you magic that you are seeking out and the fun and joy that you're seeking is in the hard work that you are fucking avoiding because you're being a bitch like like strictly speaking yeah i stop. mean as no sugar coat there, there right. is no there is no easy there's no shortcut there are ways to help benefit you things that you can do to trick your brain but the hard work is still being completed All right and, so, and i will say with that hard work i i feel like a lot of people like i i've talked to people and this is going to go to anybody watching this if you have questions you have like hey you're going through something and you maybe you don't have anybody to talk to DM the DM our socials, whatever. They'll be linked yeah, in everything. Like it's not like we're fucking doing I, anything. <laughs> listen, I'm not a fucking celebrity. I'm gonna answer you. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have an issue and you need somebody to talk to and you don't have somebody, you could reach out to us. We we will help you. Um, I've talked to a lot of people that are like, you know, I I want to get back into the gym and I want to do this, that, and the other. And, and those are I'll my sit, favorite people. Like, I, I'll sit and talk to them too because you know what? It, it makes me happy that somebody looks at me and they're like. This kid's been doing it. He he, it, it's also like a courtesy courtesy to me where I'm like, okay, wow. They look at me and they're like, he does do this, so I can ask him. And I'm always gonna yeah. try to put you in the right direction. I'm never gonna sit here and be like, ah, oh, let me lie to them. And, no, I'm not. Gonna I'm always gonna try to help you. Absolutely. Yeah, not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna gatekeep advice that I like. Experiences are experienced and lessons are learned for you to teach others. That's ever. Nobody has the same life twice, but you will run into similar experiences where somebody has definitely experienced the same thing. Sal and I are fortunate that we just happen to live the same life all the fucking time. So Listen, we both I, have I, I've lived advice a that lot just of bounce lives. off each other. Yeah. I may be young, but I, I've been through a lot of shit that I just never, you know, you never see coming. And um, we both feel like we're about the mental age of 45 at this point. Right. And my knees scream that I am 80. So, you know, we're, 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 we're much older mentally, I think, with experience than, than people will give us a credit for. So, we, yeah. You may not have said something like, we, we, we through these podcasts we're going to be probably talking about a lot of different things that we've done to change our lives and kind of just to better ourselves but if there's stuff that we haven't highlighted on and you're sitting there and you're struggling with that you could still reach out there's a chance that we may have dealt with it already you know like me yeah when i say that we have gone through a lot we we have genuinely and we a lot and, at a young age if it's like just a fucking topic or something that you just Hey, I want you guys' advice strictly on this topic. Can you guys do an episode about it? Because I feel like other people would want to hear it. Sure, that's fine. But if you like, just want the personal advice, I don't. I don't think either one of us were, are going to strictly turn you away. Even no, even if we not. like absolutely get massive by some fucking miracle, we just make it. I'm still the same. Dude. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that I can just sit back and like ignore people that are seeking a way out. Because right. I wish I did have that helping hand. My my family was helpful. And that's not to take away from them. Um, I just didn't receive the help that I wanted, what I yearned for, like yeah, what I'm, my I'm mind needed to hear. There, there's is, always people around you that are, are, are supportive, but they... Support you in the worst ways. I'm trying to think, <laughs> like... It's like, okay, here, I have a perfect example, right? It's kind of like whenever, as, a, as an anxious person, right? Whenever you're being told that you're and like you're visibly stressed you're like borderline having a panic panic attack about something and then somebody like legitimately walks up to you and they're like talking to you and you're like well like just calm down for a minute let's let's take a breather the last thing you're gonna fucking hear is calm down like because you can't 
and there, it's coming from a place of endearment, and that's fine. And you can't take that away from people, but it's not the advice you need to hear. The right. advice you need to hear is take a step back, assess, focus on one, narrow your field of vision. You are looking at this thing from the whole spectrum, and you're looking way too deeply. Narrow your vision down and shorten it, right. and focus on that, right? So it's people will help you will always help you and you might feel like you're completely alone family will always help you in a way that they can they might not ex accept it or like they might not express it in a way that is receptive to you but it's up to you to determine a way that is receptive like that you can receive it right and always be thankful for the fact that somebody tried and you should take that as like a moment be like okay like what can i take from that like, somebody's trying to help me. They visibly see that I'm in a, a shit place. What can I do to figure it out? Listen, if there's one thing in life that, I, that I've learned, it's that it doesn't matter what the advice they give you is. It doesn't matter who it is that gives you the advice. Hmm. Every time somebody talks to you, they give you some sort of advice, or they try to give you advice, they try to help you out. There's always one thing, at least one thing, you can take away from what that person said. They may have 90% of the time not even spoken about the issue you have. It may have not helped you at all, but there's one thing they said that I guarantee you did. And you, yeah. You, you have to let that sink in you. If you if it sounds like shit, you know that's that's right. Take that step back and let that sink in you because as a Rome wasn't built in the day, when you're going through shit, it, it's the little steps and the little things that you do to chip away at it that's gonna make you better off at the end. Absolutely, yeah, without a doubt. Um, and like to even piggyback off that, when you're while you're taking away those lessons, you might teach yourself something far greater just off of somebody initiating the help, right? So right. don't ever think that you're completely alone in this scenario. You might not have anybody to regularly talk to. And talking to a therapist is fine to a degree. Um, it, for some people, it helps greatly. I, I never had any great experiences with a therapist. Because all, all I... Yeah, anytime I ever went, I just felt like I had more questions than answers gonna leave and you're just sitting there and you're like either what you talked about you're like i could have resolved that myself talking to me right or like you know if i just had a friend to like because if i just talked way. i would resolve it oh why am i paying you to just talk yeah why am i paying you like fucking three grand when i just needed somebody to like listen and don't and pay a therapist me... three grand. Have a conversation with a friend. Take that three grand and go get a tattoo. That's the best stress reliever you're ever going to have. And it comes with stat, uh, stat buffs, too. Absolutely. It's like a, it looks like an RPG character. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm telling you, like, it, it's... Some people swear by it and swear it by it. It works. To be fair, so to this was statistically proven by... It was a dude who did a study, like a, a census... He was a male therapist. Like he worked exclusively. It's a male. It's a dude working exclusively with male male therapists. Uh, the studies of therapy and like psychology in general is based off like the statistics are showing like oh it's helped this many people, this many people, yada yada, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the statistics for that and the way it's taught is strictly based off of the fact that the majority of people who actively go to therapy are women, right? And it's because they want they have a lot more emotional response they're more emotionally receptive and aware of themselves and men don't know how to express themselves in a way or what they're feeling because we don't have an answer our our feelings are legitimately physical feelings right 
our emotional response is physical. When you're you're stressed out about something, it can be a huge stress. Like you just feel immediate rage. <laughs> like like you just like you just want to fucking hit something, right? You're just angry. You're bitter, but you can't put it into words, right? So that I would think that the therapy might not be for you because it's not how you are able to emotionally express yourself. Right. And, and some and some men are that's great a lot at of it. things though. But the thing is is that that's not just therapy. No, it's I in feel general. like that that's a, uh, the gym is not for everybody. I will say that. No. It's, it's always going to be healthy option, right? Listen, I, I honestly gym is my last resort and I only started going because I was almost 300 pounds. I'm, I'm going away from that and I'm happier now. But it wasn't ever my first option. I'm going to I'm going to add on to that because I I feel like the gym is for everybody. There is plenty of things you can do to be in the gym. Weight training, exercise is for everybody. When yeah, I guess yeah. when I think of the gym I'm thinking, you know, You're lifting thinking weight training. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, exercise is for everybody. I'm sorry. Weightlifting weight can training. be for everybody. It is exercise in general is for everybody. There is some a place for everyone to be. Right. And so you should never knock it. Whether that's but you don't swimming, have to think running, like jockey. Yeah, everything. Yoga, everything under the Pilates. Sun. For Zumba? us, it happens to be picking up fucking heavy objects and putting them down and repeating that a bunch of times because Not it makes me. us feel good. I just good. pretend I do. <laughs> you're, just, you're just schizophrenic. Yeah, <laughs> I just tell people I'm like I'm in the gym every day. Oh, so he's a narcissist. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the gym, the the gym can be for everybody. But it just so happens that when we think of the gym, we're talking about weight training specifically. Right. Um, that, that's my mistake. You work. But I think that, I mean, that's the kind of a thing that you can add on to, like, I mean, real life. Everybody's perception of things is either too narrow or too broad with how we perceive things in life as a whole. Some people, that's, and I think that's why advice in general is taken in such a, is given in such a weird way, is because you don't have anybody that's like-minded like you always. And so the advice you receive is based off of their the person's perception and their perception might be like they're looking at your let's say you're in a toxic relationship right you're getting the shit beaten out of you mentally and physically right but internally when you're in that relationship you don't necessarily see that because you're and you could still love the person that they were six months ago in your mind that's who the person is and those you know these beatings that you're taking you don't even look at them like Floyd Mayweather anymore no, you're not looking at him like Ray Rice or anything of that nature. But to that degree, people are watching it as it's happening fucking practically live, right? They're, you're coming home with fucking bruises. You're coming home sad. You're not eating. You're not showering. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not going out. So when you are receiving advice, I think the best thing you can do is always take a step back from it. Ignore if. This is much easier said than done. This takes so much fucking time to learn, especially somebody who, as somebody who like, legitimately compartmentalizes everything, to a degree that like I don't see anything else really. You have to be able to take a step back and step away from your own emotion because you're allowing yourself to feel these things subconsciously. You can stop these feeling like you can stop these thoughts that are rampaging through your head. It's possible, and just take a step back and assess what they're trying to say yep. and let them guide you because and it's almost never in a place of malice. I, I do want to say, cause we, we, we have been going for almost an hour here. Um, Holy shit already. Yeah, I know. 
Um, Holy for the people <laughs> who do see this, right? I, I do just want you to know that if ten of you see it, I hope at least three of you really like it. It resonates with you, and I hope at least Fuck, all ten of you could take person. no, because I think we speak from our hearts, and we genuinely mean that we're here for you. And if that's the one thing you take. Anybody that watches this, that's the one thing you should take away. So there's always something you should take away from this. Is that we are a DM away, unless we're a text away, we're a call away. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, like, legitimately, I'm sure when we get our socials and stuff set up on here, even if it's just, like, our, our main account, I, I don't care what it is. Like, hit us up. Like, right. it's fine. We're not going to turn you away just because you have like a legitimate like you're going through the worst thing of your life now if you're going to come to us i do say this in the nicest way i possibly can i want if i'm if we're going to give you advice i want you to take it to heart or at least attempt right. to uh, and listen, if you don't understand that's fine you might not understand it for now there's one thing that that I, i'll admit about me and some people will say yeah he's an asshole he's this i'm gonna tell you how it is if you give Absolutely. me a breakdown and you text me and this is the situation I'm in, you send me a paragraph, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to wholeheartedly tell you exactly what I think. I am not going to sugarcoat it. Absolutely. Because if you're coming to us with advice, be prepared for a solution to be given. Right. Or, uh, or a path, a goal, a goal and a path to get there. Is it, I, I, I don't think I'm going to give anybody a direct answer of how to solve the, their problem. You I can't. Think it, it, no, because Everybody they're, they're not going to figure it out on their own to begin Absolutely. with. Absolutely. It's just nice when somebody else can put a chirp in your ear and you could at least take the chirp and be like, and think about it. Because that's, yeah. at the end of the day, advice is just something for you to think about and see if it helps you. Yeah. I could tell you, hey, you know what? It, it, perfect example, social media, right? Me and Logan have been in the gym. My social media is all about the gym. I have 18 different people telling me how I should work out, how I should do this. I could take their advice. But if 18 different people tell me 18 different things... If I could at least take a couple things from them and make it work for me, that's what it is. I just have to let it resonate with me. It has to work for me. Just because somebody says, yeah. just because Arnold says, this is my split and this is what I do, that may not work for me. Everybody's no, different. No, we're not on fucking roids. <laughs> Never mind the roids. I'm yeah. just saying, like, especially well, advice. Yeah. I could tell you, you know, you may be in the exact same situation as me or what I've been in, and I might tell you, hey, this is what I did. That may not be an option for you because there's plenty of times where, it wasn't an option for me either, right? But as long as you yeah. can sit there and think of it, it gets you to think. And you're like, you know what? I could take part of this, turn it into my own solution. Because, like you said, we, I don't have all the answers in the world, and I can't give you the answers. I could lead a horse no. to water. I can't make it drink. You know, no, but yeah, I, I that's, do... That's definitely, the. I think, the key takeaway here is, right. is that no matter what advice is given, and whether it's us or somebody else... That nobody's going to be able to give you a surefire answer that's going to 100% work effectively every single time. Right. And the thing you need to be able to do is if you're actively seeking out somebody's advice is you need to be willing to adapt and change the advice that you're given into something that works for you. And and try and apply that, yourself. You have to be open-minded. Yeah, you have to apply yourself. You, you can't just hear it and be like, I have ascended into the godhood. Like right. I, I have transcended. I know everything now. And, like, and it's just you, not going to work. You also, if, if somebody gives you advice, if, like, if I give you advice and it doesn't work for you, that's fine. But do not look at my advice and say, this won't work just because you don't think it will. Because that's God. the worst thing you could do for yourself. 
it's uh, I'm being as real as I can. Yeah. But that marks an hour. I mean, I I, I do hope that you guys <clears throat> take away. It, it was all over the place. It was. Sure. Uh, we will be better at that. And I do apologize if this was a little it, bit all over the place. We tried to talk about stress. No, we, tried to talk, I, we started, you know, going to different topics, but. I think this is a good thing for us, though, because at I the end too. of the day, what we really wanted out of this was somebody to know that, like, we feel the same way. Right. And this is just us talking. Like, this is not a different conversation that we would have any other day of the week. This is something we have oh. talked about regularly, and it will be on topics in general areas of expertise that, like, we're comfortable talking in. And uh, before we hit that end button there, I want to leave people with the quote. Of our day uh this is a stoic quote stoicism is a great thing for people who are wanting to solidify their minds and figure out what it means to be mentally fortified in a way that you become unbreakable right it's a it's a way of life so this one's by seneca uh old ancient rome i believe rome uh philosopher and it says you have the power over your mind not outside events realize this and you will find your own strength right so this kind of plays into the idea of anxiety just because of the idea that we often overthink the situation, but the problem isn't the situation. The, your problem is the view on the situation. So if you can figure out a way to realize when you are over, you're overthinking it and just shut it down, I promise you, you will be better off in the end. Absolutely. And there we go. That's a wrap up. I hope you guys Episode enjoyed. One I hope back. you guys take anything. Like I said, uh, there's at least one thing in this higher podcast that you can take away from. That's it. We're always going to be there. You are not alone. Um, Don't be a bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> terrible advice. But, it's um, terrible advice. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Well, we should be on all platforms by the time this is released. And, uh, follow our socials. Everything will be linked down below. Thank you. Have a great day. See you. Bye.